Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, guys? It's Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat. You're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast. What's up, guys? This is Kyler Murray. Listen to me on the Complex Sports Podcast. On this week's Complex Sports Podcast, we have two huge interviews for you guys. First up, we have Tyler Hero talking about this season with COVID, the Miami Heat coming off an NBA Finals run, and much more. Then later, we talked to NFL QB Kyler Murray about this season with the Arizona Cardinals, the team train for DeAndre Hopkins, his thoughts on Deshaun Watson, and much, much more. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome. What up, what up? It is a brand new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast. This is your boy, Chops. As always, I am joined by Adam and Zion. Zion, this is a tough day for Adam. Do you know why? No. Adam hates this week of the year. Oh, yeah. I saw his tweet. Adam hates Super Bowl week, but you know what? This is such a great week, and Adam is such a hater. How is it a great? This is a terrible fucking week. It's it's six... It's I six love days. Super Bowl week. I love Super Bowl. It's week. six days of incessant talk about one goddamn game. Let's. It's just like a, it's. Anno- I'm already annoyed by it. And we're taping this on Monday afternoon. I'm over. I, it. I, can, I, I love. I it. see where it's coming from. This Super Week's kind of yeah. lame. Sports Center spends 45 goddamn minutes talking about the same fucking points That's- for his next six days. Same thing with all the debate shows. Same thing in everything you're reading online and new- newspapers. If you actually read those, it's the same shit being regurgitated nine times over. I'm just. I'm. I'm completely over it. And it's Monday. Adam, where does February rank in your favorite months of the year? Be very careful about how you answer. I mean, are you serious, pal? I'm just trying to get a gauge of No, of you're where, trying where, you're trying to be a little troll over there, okay? I'm just Zion, where do you February's think February's a great month, okay? It's a great he month. He doesn't want to rank it, Zion. He doesn't want to rank it. <laughs> he's he was, trying to put it tw- he's trying to put it 12 out of 12. <laughs> no, nah, February could be a top 3 month. No, nah, he thinks it's at the bottom 3 month. He's he's got a bottom three. Listen, February doesn't compare to the fall, but I, I got oh, no beef with February. Fall. Okay. Um, happy, fall, fall is my season, pal. Okay, that's when I throw. Happy Black History Month to all my hey, people. Happy Black History Month, Young Zion. Um, wow, you don't want to celebrate? You see how he just says you know, we're <laughs> celebrating all together. Adams, why does only Zion get to celebrate? Wow. Adam, well, because wow. he's the wow. only black individual who's a co-host. That on doesn't this. mean we can't all celebrate. I know. I'm wearing all black. He yeah. said he's wearing all black. That like that means something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Our last, Adam's last episode on this podcast. You two moving are the on. absolute worst. <laughs> Mo- moving on. Uh, it's a big week, Super Bowl week. But guys, not only that, two pretty big guests this week. Two pretty big guests. Tyler Hero, Kyler Murray. Kyler Kyler has the best line that's ever been mentioned on this podcast. No, Tyler is, uh, a, that is accurate. a budding star, but he's not there yet. He'll get there maybe one day. Can you please explain your beef with Tyler Hero? Yeah, can you explain this? Tyler Hero, man, they just they they just gave him they just make him the poster child of the NBA last last bubble. Like, I mean, he had thirty seven points in the conference final. That's great in the bubble. That's great. Um, But you know, he's not. 
He's not he's not the third best. Listen, they already crowned him like the the some some people were saying he was better than Zion at, at some at one point. Listen to you hating on the white man when it's Black History Month. Why'd you have to go? Why'd you have to go there? Why'd it's just you uh, there? I, uh, you're cracking <laughs> jokes at my expense. I can't crack a joke or two because you because uh, you hit because you missed you swinging and miss. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, Tyler is great, good young player, but he's not Zion's level yet. He's not on Jaws level yet. Not R.J. Barrett's level. R.J. Barrett's playing pretty well this season. Yes, he's he's playing much better than last season. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So we have we have Tyler here. We have Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has my favorite mention on this podcast because he says Zion is a bandwagon fan. Uh, he did not say bandwagon. He said fair what did he, he say? Took you to, he took you fair to weather. He said fair weather. Yes, fair but weather. the only reason he could say that is because he went to Oklahoma. I am a fair weather. I've never denied being a fair weather Oklahoma fan. I do not. Care. So basically, throughout the whole interview, we just kept saying, "Oh, Zion's a fan of that team. Zion's a fan of this team." And then Kyler was like, "He picked up on it. He picked up on it." I mean, you all just like talking about my teams for some reason. That's like that's that's literally you. You guys love talking about my teams. Well, I mean, let's talk about another one of your teams. What happened with the Brooklyn Nets? They just that team geez. best offense of all time. <laughs> okay, it don't matter when you're giving up one forty to. The Wizards. That'll come down. People think we... See, this is the problem. Obviously, I was mad about yesterday. I was really mad uh, Well, two days ago when this podcast comes up. That well, was embarrassing I mean, into the game. You don't play defense. and But we. this is the thing. We don't have to be a top top, top 10 defense to win, win a championship. We just have to be top 15. Maybe even top 20. We could get away with top 20. What are they right now? What are they currently? They got to be Probably like, like 26, 27. <laughs> But like, like but since the Harden trade, we've been the worst. Um, but we've also been the best offensive, like historically too. Like we've been the Adam, worst. This of man, Zion, this man Zion, texted me over the weekend talking about the Nets are in second place. I was like, congratulations, y'all should be in second place. Y'all I'm just gonna say, be. young Zion, when you bring up defensive ratings and offensive ratings, historically speaking. Teams have to be top five when it comes to net rating if they're actually legitimate championship material right now. Not not defense. The Cavs 2016 was was top ten. I'm saying no net rating, net rating, which is oh, overall, which is the, which overall. subtracting yeah. offense and defense. And the yeah. Nets right now, uh, people, but people. Gonna, but, but let me ask you, Zion. You you keep talking about Andre Drummond. Maybe Andre Drummond ha- happens. Is he fixing this? I don't know if Andre Drummond can fix this. I don't think I don't think Andre Drummond is going to be the only move. But I don't think that. I don't think they need him. I mean, JJ Redick ain't fixing the defense. I never said I wanted. That. I told you yesterday I didn't want JJ. They're interested in him, I guess. He's interested in us. We're not interested in him. You think he leaked that to Shams? He's like, I want to go he to Brooklyn. He wants to go to Brooklyn. He came on the podcast. He lives in Brooklyn. He lives in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, he lives in but, Brooklyn. Um, yeah. But no, I think once we, I think uh, one thing that's going to fix this is time. Over time, we will get better. And then obviously we're adding pieces. We're gonna we're gonna be a different roster. By the now. Nets' defensive rating is currently twenty fifth in the NBA right now. That's a little better. What's our offensive rating? Their oh. offensive rating is. Oh. Bear with me. Is number two. Their net rating currently has our them sixth no, in the NBA. Offensive efficiency. Offensive. Their offensive rating is number two, just behind the Clippers. Number but one. your net rating right now is sixth Clippers. best in the um, NBA. I mean, sixth best is, is not bad. It's good. It's knocking on the door. But you have to be yeah. historically speaking, you have to be a top five team to win a championship. So the Nets have some work. But to do. this is the thing: we're in January. Uh, yeah, but 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 again, you you know, you have basically a roster filled with guys who play Matador one on one defense. So, all right. All right, we're talking about the NBA. It's Super Bowl week. Obviously, we're not going to go too much into the game because we two have of full- us, two of us on this podcast give zero fucks about it. 
That's that's such a lie. You're you're lying to yourself if you you're saying you don't give zero fucks about the Super Bowl. I'm lying. lying. I'm not lying. I'm dead serious. I don't care to talk about the Super Bowl on Monday. Okay, we have we have a th- we have a Wednesday podcast for Thursday to talk. And about And I can't the Super wait. Bowl. It's going to be talking all about the Super Bowl, all about the Super Bowl. Uh, the NBA. What do you guys think about them having All Star Weekend? Uh, it seems sounds like it's going to happen. Great, have it. But I I had I had a proposal in my mind. I didn't propose anywhere, but um. We'll they should right now. Let's, they should have done. Let's call Adam Silver. They should have done a virtual dunk contest and a virtual three point contest. Uh, did you watch those virtual horse contests no, 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 last no, no, spring? No, 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 no. But like, hell no. But like this, this <laughs> those is, were bad. This is easy to execute. Um, number one, because you just put every player in their home arena, and uh, three point contest. You could easily do a three point contest virtually. If you just, but what's but if they're getting everybody together, what's the harm of just having them because do it live? You don't need to get you can get the all stars together, but every all star is not going to be in a dunk contest. So why you want to bring these yeah. extra people to be in a dunk it, contest? And I mean, point I mean, I mean, I mean. Here, here's and I saw someone tweet this the other day. They don't care about COVID. Let's just be honest. They don't. Who? They don't. The NBA. They yes, don't. They do. They're not the NFL, bro. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that far, pal. They care I, about COVID because they have less players. So the more players that get COVID, I just, I just them. think that I just think they're trying to get. They're gonna do it, and they're gonna do what gets money. And I mean, they're gonna donate some money, which is good. But I just let's not fool ourselves. This is still a major. Yeah, but I think. but the, the All Star Game has never in any no sport does the All Star Game impact the league as much as the NBA. The All Star Weekend is like. One of the big, it's like one of the biggest. I mean, it's still not going to be, the, but it's still not going to be the same All Star Weekend. Obviously, like no people are going to be. I don't there, think yeah. they they can't just get rid of it like the MLB and the NFL can. I mean, the NFL actually, I not to be a homer or Stop anything, it. but I actually terrible. I enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed. it. I thought Marshawn Lynch was hilarious. I thought Marshawn Lynch was hilarious. I watched it. I watched zero seconds of any Pro Bowl content on Sunday. I can tell you that. What'd you zero. watch on? What'd you watch on Sunday with no football, Adam? Uh, I had NBA on in the background, and I spent seven hours reading a book. It was NBA all day. Yeah, I well, I watched the Royal Rumble, and it was fantastic. I, I finished a book on Sunday while I had the NBA. In the Shout background. out to friend of the podcast Sasha Banks for defending her title uh, at Royal Rumble with a with a great victory. So come Thank back you. on the podcast; she was great. She should. Yeah. All right. Before we get to before we get to our two interviews, uh, Tyler Hero, Kyler Murray on the podcast, we do have to talk about also. You guys don't want to talk about Super Bowl, but there was big NFL news this weekend. Matthew Stafford traded, uh, what, Saturday night, right? Saturday night to the Los Angeles Rams. Jared Goff went back to the Lions in three three picks, I think two first and a third. Pretty nuts to, to see. The Rams, like, were like – the Rams, for one thing, don't care about first-round picks. They're like, fuck it. And, I mean, Stafford with Sean McVay is pretty crazy in my eyes, right? Yeah, I think this trade is overrated. For who? Overrated for who? For the – General public, people are kind of saying it Gen- like uh, we should be afraid of the Rams now. I'm not. I mean, I'm not afraid of the Rams, bro. They have a top five defense, and they just added a all pro quarterback to Sean McVay's system. I'm not afraid of the Rams. They have, yeah, but the Rams defensively have two of the best players of their individual positions, in your boy Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. And they definitely upgraded at quarterback. I mean, not it, having a number huge. one pick, yeah, like, and not having a number one pick for the next five seasons ain't ideal. But you use one of those number one picks for Jalen Ramsey, that's worth it. You use one of those number one picks for an upgraded quarterback, or two of them, they're probably worth it. You're going to have him for the next three or four years, five if you sign him to an extension. 
it's an upgrade. And it is it is kind of exciting to think what, what Sean McVay could do with a better, less turnover-prone quarterback than Jared Goff. Who can throw deep. Like, Jared yeah, Goff so couldn't it's, throw deep it's, at all. It's yeah. pretty goddamn intriguing. Uh, Zion, I think you're being a little bit of a hater I, here. No, I think he, people are kind of overhyping this. And also, this is great that the NFL we're seeing more trades like this. We're going to see even more and more of them. This is well, the Rams give up. The Rams give up thirty-two points in the playoffs. Ultimately, even okay, if to the they, MVP to the MVP of the league, and Aaron Donald was injured. It doesn't matter if if ultimately that was your so-called dominant defense. They didn't show up when you needed them. Okay, they didn't show up in one Wait, game. I, I I mean Zion, they shut down the Seahawks. You can't, so you can't hold that. The against. Giants shut down, down the, the Seahawks. Yeah, everything always goes back to the Giants. Bro, the Seahawks. The, you want no, 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 no. Because you we, wanted Stafford on real, the Giants. Realistically, the Seahawks' offense was was struggling for much of the season. What? 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 what okay. Are, well, why hey, should I be impressed ba- by this? basic basic question here, Pat? Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff? Or Jared Goff? Yeah, obviously Jesse. Matthew Stafford. Okay, okay, so they so the Rams won. They yeah. upgraded. I didn't say they didn't upgrade, but I'm not afraid of them. And, and what do you? He at, thinks the Giants it, are the greatest fucking team. As a Gi- are you saying as a Giants fan you're not afraid of them? Is that what you're saying? No, nah, I'm saying like, as an NFC, as a, t- a fan of a team in the <laughs> NFC, that's not the team I'm going to be afraid of next year. I, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't sometimes. I, I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson going to get traded. Who, Let's see that. Who, who else am I supposed to be afraid of on the Rams' offense? What? Cam Akers is good. It, Cam Akers. We're Have not talking about, about elite Cooper level Cup? talent, though. We are not talking about elite level talent. We're talking about probably the best coach in the NFL. What? Yeah, a top five, a top five coach in the NFL, top five coach in the NFL, top five coach in the NFL. Man, top five best coach, coach in, the in the NFL. I said top. Yeah, let me take it back. <laughs> top five coach in the NFL. Maybe the best offensive mind in the NFL. Can I say that without you guys that's, fucking jumping? That's, down that's my debatable. Fun. That's still debatable. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. You gotta, Joe you gotta Judge is a little more credit than that. Eric yeah, Bannemi, fuck. Eric Bannemi is not the best offensive mind right now. I mean, he's got the best person. Not to take with. anything away against Eric Bannemi. Andy Reid is does a lot. Okay, yeah. then, and, then give and, it and again. Reed if you and, and hang on, pal. If I you're, would say, yeah, I would say Andy Reid's a top. Yeah, for and sure, also, Andy pal, Reed's if you're talking about personnel, the enemy and Andy Reid have the have the great A talent to work with on a day in and day out basis. So I'm just saying, I'm excited to see Stafford with McVay, and they have a great defense. That's all I'm saying. They mm-hmm. also have the third best Super Bowl odds for next year. So you're calling cap on that? Yes. Think be, okay. Yes. I'm just do you, so. Do you want the you you were texting me all weekend again about the Giants? Train for Deshaun now. You you want that to happen? If the Giants got Deshaun, I wouldn't be afraid of the, the Rams. I mean, I'm, why would you? But but <laughs> wait, wait. With, let me let me ask. But you're me. saying you're not afraid of them even without Deshaun. No, I'm let's not. ask. Let's ask Young Zion this hypothetical. I heard this on Sports Center late last week. I'd be afraid ask. of the Cowboys next year more than the Rams. Well, that's a hot take. All right, here, here's the hypothetical. That is a hot take. They have Mike McCarthy is their coach. They have Dak Prescott coming back. All right, you ready ahead, for this hypothetical ahead, here, pal? They asked, they asked my fellow UConn alum, Dan Olaski, this question. Um, what would you give up for Deshaun Watson if you were the Giants? And he said, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and a bunch of number one picks. Would you be, would you be down for that? Deal? I don't know why Saquon has to be in the deal, but I would, like I said, I'd give, I'd give them three first round picks, Daniel Jones, three third round picks, and anything else they want in the back. Um, maybe some later picks or, or another player, they could take that. But if you're getting into like Herschel Walker territory with the six picks right there, bro, this is, bro, if the Giants get the Sean Watson, you have the defense to win a title. 
if the Giants get well, if the Giants I get will, Deshaun Watson, just I will say shout out shout out to our guy our guy who we write for the site Ian Ian Warren, NFL draft scout on Twitter. He wrote something over the weekend for us, and I mean from what he's hearing, Houston doesn't want to trade him. It doesn't seem like that's going to be possible. If they don't, but the Panthers are going to offer like crazy picks for Deshaun. Everybody, the, basically every team except for like a handful of teams should get into the mix for Deshaun. But he has a no trade. The no trade clause I, I, clouds I get that. all of this. I get that, but he can he can waive that, and there are ways to go around it. But essentially, but he's not going to waive it for everybody. He's there's already reports he's not waiving it. He's not waving it for the Jets. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying hypothetically, there's basically out of 32 teams in the NFL, like 25 of them should go hard in the paint to try and get Deshaun. Not that they have a realistic chance. And sadly, I would have I would say up, three teams have a realistic chance. That's fine. Or maybe even five. But I'm, I'm saying no, that. No, I think theory. it's three teams. I think it's the Dolphins, the Panthers, and it depends on the Jets. Okay. But Deshaun Watson immediately upgrades basically three quarters, if not, okay. you know, 80% of the league immediately. All right. If he, right. he jumps it, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes after the Stafford trade. And, and we're going to see a, a whole bunch of other QB movement. Uh, it's funny how bad the Rams wanted to get away from Jared Goff after. Well, they want to get, a, they want to get away from his money. No, I think they wanted to get away from him. Well, as well. yeah, but he the stopped. money was Sean debil- Mc- well for the want- for the money they're paying in the, in the output he was giving, it's debilitating. Adam, you realize that like a week ago, they said he was going to have to compete in camp yeah, with John that's, that's Walford. A, that's an indictment or, on how bad he's been. Yeah. Yeah, so. but it also goes back to how much money he was clogging up on their salary Kurt cap Lynch. for the for the for a shitty production. Kurt so Lynch. I mean, well, they, I mean, they paid him. So, all right, let's what get to our that, Tyler. Hit. Was, that, was that privilege I heard out of you? It is privilege. Okay, Deshaun makes more than him. Calm down. That has nothing to do with privilege. I mean, Jared Goff did just go to a Super Bowl, and you guys want to talk shit about Sean McVay? So Sean did McVay. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Is Jimmy I mean, Garoppolo good? And, and well, I think the big loser of the Stafford trade was the 49ers. Because the 49ers were in on it too, and they need a big yeah, upgrade. Get, what if they Matt get this Ryan. one? Matt Ryan's not up for Matt. Matt Ryan's not going to get traded. The Deshaun thing is interesting because guess what? We talked about that with Kyler a little bit later in the show. But first, let's get to our Tyler Hero interview where we talk about the Heat, COVID sniffing dogs, which may be working. Uh, and we'll see if Zion keeps that same energy. Spoiler alert no. I did. I <laughs> All right. Let's get to our interview with Tyler Hero. All right, Tyler Hero, welcome to the Complex Sports Podcast. We've been trying to do this for a while. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Appreciate you guys having me. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, so let's just start right here. You have your own cereal. This is a, a big thing for you. Hero's Fruit Hoops. Yeah, uh, you know, Hero's Fruit Hoops, um, they came to me about, you know, actually about a year ago with everything that's going on and we're finally, you know, going to release it to the public um, on February second, and uh, should be uh, should be good. I'm excited. Um, you know, I think it's kind of unique. I don't think any you know, NBA player has like their own cereal, so I'm excited. You're definitely in your own bucket there. But let me ask you this: I know, I know, I've seen you tweet about cereal a lot. Taking your own cereal out of it, what is the goat cereal? My favorite cereal. I, I'm Think cinnamon toast crunch. That's my that's my favorite <laughs> favorite cereal. You can't go wrong. Are you, with that. Yeah, but are you allowed to eat cereal? Because I know the heat are like ultra anal about you guys and your body <laughs> fat. So it's like, is that on the uh, is that on the heat dietary uh, you know uh, recommendation right there? <laughs> I, think, I think as long as you're getting your cardio in, you can have a, a sneaker bowl in here or there. Um, yeah, because we had we had UD on the podcast a few weeks ago. He's talking about how everyone will call each other fat ass if you guys get out of line with your diet. Right. That's that's right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, just speaking about the Heat culture, Tyler, what's it like to be in it? You know, we had UD on this pod the other day, and he was he was laying down the rules for us, you know, and kind of giving us an idea of what, you know, they laid down for you guys. Yeah, uh, you know, just Heat culture. Um, you know, I'm sure UD, you know, told you guys about it. Just, you know, it's real. Um, like you said, the diet, you know, the body fat, um, that's something that they, they take really serious. You know, every every week we we uh we do weight and body fat tests and um like you said, you know, you gotta be able to stay in that in that Miami Heat shape or or you will get called, you know, a fat ass or whatever whatever he uh <laughs> whatever he said. When you that first practice that you guys have to run through when you join the Heat, I forget what the uh the fitness test is, but did you pass that? I know it's like some crazy like sprinting drill they make you do if you you know if you qualify yeah. for practice. Did you did you qualify for that with your first heat practice? Yeah, yeah I, I I ended up doing it. We uh so you train like the whole summer for it and then before training camp you actually have to pass it. It's uh like ten sprints up and down, um one, two, three, four, back and forth, all the way to ten and then uh you have to do that five times under a minute. So it's it's, it's tough. It, it's it's harder than it that, sounds. That's <laughs> intense. That doesn't it sound is, easy. It, 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 people get after it. It's it's uh it's good work. So I know you're just getting back into the swing of things, but what's it been like this season with all the COVID protocols for you guys compared to like playing in the bubble where you guys could had a not obviously not more freedom. But yeah. a little bit more, you know, because like we had AD on the pod and he's like, yeah, we just got to stay in our rooms basically the whole time on the road right. and everything, you know. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think, um, you know, there's different there's similarities and differences to from the bubble to now. Um, I think, you know, the bubble was was unique because it's in, in a hotel. Everyone staying in their room. You know, everything's under one roof with the with practices and everything like that. But now it's. It's a little different because we're we're still traveling, going on planes and everything like that. But like like you said, we can't we still can't leave our rooms, you know, on the road where we're in the hotel room. Um you know, we just brought fans back into the arena last night actually. So it was about two thousand fans and there was it felt good to just have some fans in there and just have a little bit of a you know, a playing environment with the crowd getting into it. So it was good to have fans back in the arena, but you know, it's 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 real different without you guys went viral because you guys have the dog sniffing COVID. Oh, yeah, the COVID sniffing dogs. <laughs> what, what did you think about that when you did you did you go, do you go buy the COVID sniffing dogs when you go into the arena? No, nah, I don't. My uh, my little brother was here a couple weeks ago and they they were testing him out and he said that the dog had sniffed on him and you know said that he had COVID but he ended up not having it so. You know, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't well, that's not I don't know how it works. <laughs> oh, man. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I got to address this because I'm getting annoyed by it. I see those Kentucky jerseys in the back. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a Duke fan, so I got to ask you, that game, what was it, 119-86? The first game? Oh, of, uh, man. My oh. college career, yeah. Hey, man, what happened that game, bro? I don't know. So I ain't waiting for you know. <laughs> it, it, it was rough. Um, we definitely didn't expect that uh, outcome going into it, I can tell you that. You know, we we went in, I remember just going to the game. Like, it was one in the country versus two. We thought it was going to be a, you know, we put on a show. And, uh, you know, they came out and just smacked us. Zion, Cam Reddish, RJ, they just – 
Yeah, they embarrassed us that night. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least they, uh, you both ended up with the same result. At least it wasn't right. wasn't like anybody had a better season than the other. Right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, Young Zion here. Bounce off your little fraud, you know, your theory about yeah. the fraudulent college basketball season to Tyler. Explain this. Oh, oh. I mean, AD said it too. Tyler, the, the season's fake this year, right? This doesn't uh, yeah. This No, like, no. This, like, bro. No, but the reason the reason you think it's fake is just because Duke sucks and Kentucky sucks right now. And right. UNC sucks. That's, that's his but theory that's why true. the college basketball season is fraudulent, which is complete bullshit. I just read something on Twitter. I think it was like the three blue blood teams are like each have like three – Three to five wins and have like ten losses each. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's bad, bro. So, so, so this doesn't this like, doesn't count this year. But like, even 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 <laughs> think about it though. Like these kids, even after winning a big game, all they have to do is go back to their room. They're yeah. not partying. They don't get to have fun. <laughs> like this is right. miserable. Most of the players right. are probably miserable right now. Yeah. I think yeah, most I of America is miserable right now, pal. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is a terrible existence. Right. We can't – us NBA players can't even do anything after a big win. We so got to come back to our houses and hang out. Well, at least y'all got millions of dollars, though. They 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 live in, they got to go back to the do- <laughs> Tyler. They got to go back to the dorms and not do shit. That's right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> at least, like, Tyler, I got to ask you this. Has anybody, has any opposing player brought up the Jack Harlow song on the court to you, like when you're playing against them? Has that brought up in the trash talk? Uh, no, not really, not not at all. Uh, some of my teammates, you know, they, you know, they tell me they like the song, but nobody's really brought that up at all. Surprisingly, I I figured that might be like a talking point. You know, you, you get out there, you you got, you know, you're one of the only NBA players to have a rap song named after them recently. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, no, nobody's nobody's really said anything. Well, that's good. That's respect then, you know. Yeah, sure. What uh what was that like? I saw the one interview where you're just like, you know, Jack's white, I'm white, like No, <laughs> 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 nah, uh I mean Jack Jack had sent me that song like a while before he dropped it. And uh he originally was gonna name it In Sync and then think because of the, the the group name or something like that they couldn't do it so he you know he hit me up one day after like during the finals actually he was like we're gonna name that song i sent you um after you if that's cool i was like yeah i'm, I'm all good i'm all i'm all for it let's do it <laughs> and then the, and then the video like what was that like just like shooting that after you know after the, you guys made the finals and everything yeah yeah that was cool we uh i went to atlanta where he lives and we just you know we just had a day we just shot the video and uh it was it was a good experience and you know, good, good experience and fun time for me. Sure. No, no Magic City on that trip though, because you know Jack got Lou and <laughs> Oh man, yeah, blew up the spot. <laughs> that, that that was that was a storyline for a good uh, one week in the NBA in the yeah, bubble. Magic, yeah. Magic City is against too. COVID protocols. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Magic City's wing wing stock just like you know shot through the roof that week. <laughs> um. But yeah, this season, how are you guys feeling? Obviously, it's it's like so up and down because COVID stuff. So it's like, yeah, is it tough for you guys to get a groove? Obviously, you just came back. Jimmy's still out. Like, is it yeah. tough for you guys just to get into it? Uh, yeah, you know, there's just there's so much moving parts with it. So much going on. Uh, you know, with COVID, obviously, you can't control that at all. So we had you know yeah. almost half the team go back a couple of weeks ago when we were in Philly. 
half the team got sent home because of, you know, contact tracing. And we only had seven guys that could play for like two or three games. So, you know, there's just a lot of things that's going on that we can't control. And then, you know, injuries play a part. Um, so we just, we're just waiting to get our whole team healthy and back into the one whole group. You know, we haven't had that for almost 10 games now. So, you know, we're struggling a little bit right now, but we're, we're, we're heading in the right direction. I think once we get everyone back, we'll be, we'll be good again. I mean, how much do the struggles that you guys have been experiencing do you attribute to the fact that you guys turn around and start playing two months again after that insane run you had to the finals? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that plays a you know a big role, especially for, you know, the teams that went to the, the finals, Eastern Conference finals and finals, I think. You know, like you said, it's only, it was only two months and, you know, we didn't get much of a break. And then, you know, they kind of rushed us back with the, the COVID still going on and nobody really knew how what to expect, you know, with the COVID. And then we're actually traveling to every city on planes and not not in a bubble. So, you know, there's a lot of postponed games, you know, this year. So, I mean, I, I think week by week, something new pops up for, for every team. So we just got to continue to stick with it and, you know, Stay positive. Tyler, you're, you're a guy who seems to really fuel off kind of motivation, you know, where you were drafted, all that kind of stuff. When people when, – when when there was sort of a narrative that like, oh, guys can only do this in the bubble, they can't do it anywhere else, did that, did that kind of like fuel you a little bit? Like, you know, you want to shut some people up there? I think, yeah. I just wanted to, you know, be able to, you know, prove myself, you know, that what I did in the bubble isn't – wasn't a fluke. Um so I'm still, you know, going through that process now. I think, you know, just coming back from my injury, I think I'm back at it, healthy and ready to, you know, show people what I'm, what I made of it. No, definitely, definitely. Should we talk about the fit right now for for our listeners? Who I mean, can't we, see, yo, we got, asked you, we asked UD, and yo, know, UD said he actually he looks to you for inspiration for the fits, Tyler. <laughs> he, he said he said his wife he said his wife told him he's got to get on your level to low key. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, UD, I mean, UD's got his, his old head fits that he comes to the games with, but, you know, he swags it out. So, whatever. I like his fits. <laughs> who, who Who's winning a fit battle, you or D-Wade? Say say you guys had – because, you know, D-Wade, he, he's enjoying retirement. If if, if you see D-Wade yeah. getting some fits off on IG. No, nah, he does. He's been getting – he, I feel like growing up, actually, like when I used to watch the Heat and the Big Three, I feel like I would watch <clears> – <throat> You know, TNT would have, you know, him, LeBron coming into the game, and I would always pay attention to D-Wade's fit. So I feel like he's he's always been like a fashion icon. But but what about, but I mean, what about you, Tyler, versus Jimmy? Because we just saw Jimmy have a huge oh. GQ spread. So how much did you, were you guys busting his balls in the locker room when that, when that, when those pictures came out? Yeah, so, I'm waiting for my GQ thing. I, I want to I'm sure it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's coming. No, um, you know, he's, uh, I think, I don't know. I always, I always take myself over uh, anyone else's back. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. I mean, it's just like it's almost perfect. You play in Miami. It seems like you fit the culture of Miami, like, yeah, like spot on. You know, like it's it just seems like a perfect fit. Yeah, I definitely embrace it. You know, I feel, feel like you know the Heat culture is like you know how I was how I was you know raised growing up from high school to Kentucky, and feel like it was a great fit and an easy transition to make for me. Being yeah. in Miami, so. yeah, you got the you like that Miami Vice feel to it, you know, like like driving yeah. the with the drop top down and everything, you know. <laughs> I feel you. Have you been to a Rick Ross party? Uh, Rick Ross party? No, I haven't. 
Oh, um, come on, man. We need a story or two from a Rick Ross party. Those are supposed to be legendary. Half my half my career has been with COVID. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a good point. All right, touche. Yeah. Zion, what's up? And, and he's still young, Adam. Relax, relax. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah, I got to address this because, you know, you know, people be making the jokes online and whatnot. Jimmy Butler, when he said he's confused, man, he's from Milwaukee. The kid thinks he's black. What do you say to Jimmy? <laughs> what's your response to that? When I seen that, I sent it to him on Instagram, and I was just like, you're crazy, bro. And I just like, it's <laughs> some laughing emojis, but, you know, Jimmy's funny. He's he's always there to tell the joke. It's crazy. <laughs> what's it like playing with Jimmy? Does he Is he really in the gym? At, I mean, obviously, he's really in the gym at 4 a.m., but, like, what's it yeah. like to be around him? Because cause he had, like, kind of a people like wanted to label him as like a, not a disruptor, but like someone who, you know, maybe didn't get along with coaches or anything. So what's that yeah. been like being with him? Cause it seems like a perfect fit with him and Spo and everybody on the heat, you know? Yeah. I think uh, he's another guy who you can just throw him into the heat culture and he's going to embrace it. I think like you said, he's, he'll be in the gym at three, four in the morning you know, during the off season, just putting in work. So I think that just meshes well you know, right with right in with the uh with the culture. So like I said, it all it all works out together. I think that you know, him and you know, Spo and, and Coach Riley, they all work together and that's that's why it works. Would you ever do a four AM workout with Jimmy Butler? I've I've done it once. Um, oh really? Okay. You got up you got up at three o'clock in the morning, go work out and play basketball? Yeah, I've done it once. Um <laughs> When I when I first got drafted, he he uh, flew me to Chicago actually, and we worked out for a while um, for like a week. We were getting up at like five, but it wasn't three. It wasn't three. It was five. Yeah, that that, that, that Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, the Mark Wahlberg workouts that he subscribes to, where Wahlberg gets up at two thirty in the morning. That's like that's that's yeah. like insanity right there. That's what, a little excessive. What, what like, I still need I still need my sleep. <laughs> you can work hard and still I feel like you still can get your sleep. Get your eight hours. <laughs> What? But I gotta ask this: How does your musical taste mesh with Jimmy's? Because you know people be saying Jimmy, you know, he's got the country. Oh music going. man, man, he he listens to country, all country, and I do not <laughs> like country. I, I'll be the first to tell you that I do not like country. And um, yeah, he loves country. Like he'll be, everyone will be in the locker room, and he'll just be playing country, like loud, and like he'll be the only one. I mean, there's a couple guys that like country, but like. For the game, guys aren't trying to listen to country, but he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so he has he has permanent DJ. Like he's the guy who gets to the pick the music. He's got the ox. I mean, if he if he wants it, then Jimmy gets it. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys got. I don't even know a country artist to name who he could be playing. Yeah, yeah. that's a, he. Uh, I mean, any any country music, you know, Jimmy's Jimmy's rocking out to it. That's that's crazy. Tyler, we gotta. I gotta. I, I searched your Twitter, so I gotta bring up some tweets you got. Not they're not bad, but there's some there's some opinions we gotta bring up. You uh, said like Mike is the best, your favorite movie of all time. You gotta yeah. explain that one to us, dog. I was. I've been watching like the like Mike movie since I was like three. When I was like four, three, four years old, I used to watch it every single day. Like that was my dream movie. Playing in the NBA. Um, you know, go, having room service on the road, like all that. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I used to be able to just watch that movie every day, like literally every day. You've never seen a movie better than Like Mike? 
No, nah, that's my that's my movie. I mean, there's great <laughs> movies out there, but like, <laughs> like like Mike's my movie. I feel you. Did you see Bow Wow on the boat in Miami? And did you get obviously Bow Wow's unlike Mike? Did you see the viral video of him on the boat in Miami? I that saw wasn't, that. That wasn't a big boat, Tyler. You might need to help Bow Wow out. <laughs> I saw that. I did see that. You, I mean, if that's your favorite movie, you might need to maybe help Bow Wow get a bigger boat. I mean, he's supposed to he's supposed to have his his own thing going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then you also said SpongeBob is your favorite cartoon of all time. That one's yeah. not as controversial. That, that's re- that's reasonable. That, yeah. that's that's a reasonable take, I think. So you're not liking the like Mike uh, take. I. Best movie. I mean, it, it can be your favorite. I get that. I just, I just don't think I've ever heard anybody say that like Mike's their favorite movie of all time, or yeah. even their favorite basketball movie. Yeah, Damn, not even their favorite basketball. I think, movie. Didn't we do a top twenty basketball movies on Complex like you know a few years ago? I don't think like Mike was in the top twenty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a shame. I can see. I can see where he's coming from though. Like, Whoever yeah, put that list know. together needs to do better. <laughs> well, oh, we're, wow. we're, we're responsible for that. So, <laughs> I, I, it's your opinion. We, we we got you. I mean, like well, I, mean, I guess I was though. Like Mike Two was horrible. I mean, I, yeah, that, talking yeah. To, <laughs> like Mike Two was awful. Yeah. Okay, so we're not including that one. We're just including the original. All right, all right. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Tyler, you're also a Packers fan, so we got to bring it up. We got to bring it up because we had we had AD on the pod before the Packers lost, and he was talking. He's like, "We're going to be in the Super Bowl, all this kind of stuff." So, I mean, what happened? Yeah. Oh man. See, people blame it on the last second or the last, you know, the fourth goal. Yeah, to kick the field goal. I, I mean, I think we had we got like three interceptions, and in the third and throughout the fourth and we had about three three opportunities to go down and, and score. So I think that was the the breaking point. When we didn't score for those three possessions when we got stops, I, I knew we couldn't get the ball back to Tom Brady. And uh yeah, I was I was I was pissed when we lost. I'm still kinda mad that we Aaron Rodgers can never get over the hump. We were one game away from the Super Bowl too many times. So. Too many times. And now Get he's talking about – I mean, I mean, he denied it. He denied it, but now he's talking about leaving and everything. That's tough, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I hope he doesn't leave. It's called leverage for a new contract. That's what it's called. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I hope so. I hope so. Uh, do you have a Super Bowl pick? Are you going to ride with the Florida team or you got to go against – you got to go against Brady. You can't root for Brady. I, I, I just can't see Mahomes losing. That's like, a fact. They're just he's too good. I don't I don't want to go against him. Um it's Tom Brady, Tyler. Yeah, the NFL's been known to rig these things. So I would think I would think twice about that that, that prediction right there. Yeah, that that's what everyone's saying that they're gonna It's it's happening. Have. It's a million percent happening. This is too perfect for them to to not allow Tom Brady to somehow win the game on a bullshit call or some other nonsense. Oh, I'll be I'll be sick if that happened. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll Tyler. see what happens. Tyler, I'm curious. Everybody, everybody always talks about NBA trash talk. I kind of brought it up earlier with the Jack Harlow thing. Have you had a like welcome to the NBA? Like you got trash talk moment yet in your career? Um, I think my first trash talk was I think it was me and Michael Carter Williams, uh, like my rookie year, um, preseason. It wasn't even we didn't even get to the regular season yet. It was preseason. <laughs> And we were we were jawing back and forth going at it, but we're cool now. But yeah, it kind of like blew up. It was a big deal. 
Um, yeah, I remember that one. What was he saying? Uh, I don't know. We just we had a little uh, verbal disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are gonna do the scowl at you now after you did the scowl, though. Oh uh, yeah, and, I don't know. No, no one's done it yet. It, they better not. Just wait. <laughs> they better not. They better not do the scowl. Just wait to play the Brooklyn Nets. You'll get it from you get it from KD or Harden. Yeah, we'll somebody. Yeah. Was that was that episode though with Michael Carter Williams? Do you consider that your welcome to the NBA moment, or did you have something else that kind of stands out where you had that oh shit moment? I'm actually in the league I dreamed about playing as a kid. Um, I don't think that was my welcome to the NBA moment. Uh, it's hard to remember. I've had I had a lot of different times throughout my throughout my rookie year where it was just like you know either you know looking up to somebody my whole life that I'm finally playing against in the league or. You know, just playing guarding somebody. So, I mean, there's just a whole bunch of different times where, like, damn, I'm really, you know, in the NBA. Is there a matchup that you really look forward to? Obviously, you're so young in your career, but is there, like, when you guys play a team, you're like, damn, I love playing against this guy already? Um, I think I love playing against James Harden. You know, he's – I feel like he's just being on the same floor with how I really think he – one of the best scorers, you know, that I've ever seen, obviously, but he's, he's special. Definitely. Definitely. Tyler, before we get you out of here, we, we have a segment we do. It's called one got to go. One got to go. So one got to go. All right. Drake, little baby, Jack Harlow. One got to go. Damn. (laughs) That's crazy. You put me on the spot like that. Little baby got to go. Sorry. <laughs> wow. That's an upset because you tweeted once that Little Baby was your favorite rapper at the time. He was. He, he, I mean, he's still he's one of my favorite rappers, but like Drake's the GOAT. And then, the GOAT? Yeah. Okay. And then, and then we got Harlow. That's my guy, so I can't do him like that. So you baby, can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Ty, if nothing else, you're loyal, man. So that, that's a yeah, good quality. The loyalty is going to go a long way with that answer. That's good. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's good. Tyler, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate you guys. Good, good talking to you. You too. Charles, see you guys around. Peace All out. Right. All right. Appreciate it. Stay safe. Shout out to Tyler. Uh, you know, hope he continues to have a, a good season. The Miami Heat are struggling right now. Uh, I don't know if Zion's worried about the Heat as a Nets fan. I, I doubt it. I, I will guess. say. If the Heat are a seven or eight seed, that would be very terrible. But for you guys, that's a that's a tough first round matchup with Bam because Bam gives, would give you all trouble. Uh, we'll, we'll take uh, he he put some work in the other day against the Nets. I'm just saying, who, who Bam doesn't? is like ba- <laughs> that's <good. laughs> that's true. But Bam is like the like one of the worst matchups for the Nets. I think just based on their big situation, right? That's fair to say. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Bam or just anybody who can make a jump shot, maybe. Uh, all right, let's get to our Kyler Kyler Murray interview where we talk about Adam. What did we talk about? We talked about a whole bunch of stuff: Sean Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Oklahoma. We talked about a whole bunch. You got of stuff. a few of your Madden questions too. He has some Madden stuff in there. The yeah, NFC, he proclaimed the himself. He did win. Then uh, Kyler MVP of the Pro Bowl. Con- congrats to him. Um, I wouldn't know. Joe Mixon took offense to Kyler calling himself the the best Madden player in the league, though. So I feel like that's a very common brag around the NFL. 
Didn't Travis Kelsey tell us back in uh, the summertime that he was the best Madden player in the NFL? Yeah, I think he was just goofing around, though. I don't think Travis Kelsey was. Also, though, I did have a, I did think about it. Is Travis Kelsey the best tight end of all time? Uh, he's going to have the numbers for it if he keeps up this rate. It's, it's, it's him or Gronk, right? Gronk die? <laughs> Gronk didn't die, but it's, it's him or, I mean, I don't think you Kelsey's- can, I don't even think you can put Kelsey above Gronk because people kind of don't realize that Gronk, blocking wise, was blocking like an offensive Re- lineman. He, he was. Kelsey yeah, Gronk as a blocker was very good. No, I think it's just interesting to see. I mean, if Kelsey gets another Super Bowl, and you know he he's just putting up another yeah numbers. another another three or four years of putting up these numbers then yeah you're right he's gonna be the greatest tight end of all time Whoa. I mean but if Whoa. Gronk I mean Gronk could also get another one right here he's obviously not putting up the numbers but you know it's interesting all right let's get to our Kyler Murray interview Kyler Murray welcome to the Complex Sports Podcast thank you for joining us thank you for having me we appreciate it uh, so how's this feel right now it's obviously a very different Pro Bowl but you're going into it you know you're in the the Madden competition Sunday, you got a, a pretty stellar team. How you how you feeling about it? Uh, I felt good uh, about it either way, if it was on the field or off the field. It, it's a little weird. Um, you know, growing up, always dreaming about playing in the game. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, everything's virtual due to, you know, the, the pandemic and stuff like that. But uh, I, like I said, I'm just blessed, honored to be in this position. Um, and I think uh, playing Madden on the game fits, uh, you know, is in my favor, so. It is because so we know you guys are good at football. Anybody who makes the Pro Bowl is good at football. But what if you guys are bad at Madden and in the Pro Bowl? Y'all didn't make the Pro Bowl for playing Madden, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I think if that was a thing, I would make it. So like I guess <laughs> I'm, I'm confident my skills on the sticks. Uh, I don't know about the other guys, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get a dub. Are you the best player in the Cardinals? For Matt, sure. Best Madden player, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm the best Madden player in the league. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa, okay. Whoa. All right. I think Lamar might say something about. Yeah, that. we got we got a few guys that would take issue with that take I, right there. I, I know a couple of dudes that are pretty good, uh, but I, I'm not gonna name drop right now. Just Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Hollywood Brown is really good. Yeah, Marquise is good. Marquise is good. Is it just like an Oklahoma thing? You guys just had. You guys were just gaming all day. Me, Marquise. I don't know if y'all know Joe Mixon, but he's pretty nice at Madden too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Speaking of Oklahoma, should we should we take Young Zion here to task because he is a bandwagon Oklahoma fan. And as soon as we're struggling this year, Kyler, he jumped off the bandwagon so quick. It was he, it was unreal. He jumped off the Sooner bandwagon Listen, immediately. I, Kyler, I've been an Oklahoma fan since Adrian Peterson, and <laughs> every now and then, you know, I tune in when y'all good. So when Kyler was there, I was tuned in. I was tuned in. But yeah, but he turned out bad, like in bro. September. He was like gone Kyler, immediately. Get, <laughs> Kyler, get on him for go for for bailing this season. No, yeah, you got you got to be through uh, you know the good and the bad, dog. I know, but you know, it was it wasn't enjoyable. I mean, they picked it up at the end of the year. Rattler, I mean, was- we, we we started off slow, lost two games, but I mean, I think you know at the end of the season we were playing better than damn near anybody in the country. So yeah, what would have happened if Alabama played Oklahoma? Say hypothetical. I, I you know I got to go with us. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, it probably would have been better than the actual national championship game. I can say that. The over-under in that game would have been like 200, okay? There would have been zero defense played. <laughs> oh, no. We, we had a defense this season. Yeah, that's we, true. We played defense. Kyler, speaking of Oklahoma real quick, is Oklahoma officially QBU? You know how everybody likes to, to bring that up. Is Oklahoma QBU? Um, QBU. <laughs> I, I, I guess so. Like if, if, if you if you believe in that type of stuff, I, I mean I think uh 
I think we got a great coach, uh, Coach Riley. I mean, he obviously does a great job with the quarterbacks. But I, at the same time, I think it all depends on the player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's going to recruit the best. Whether or not they go there and hold up the standards is, is on them. Um, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to put pressure on anybody. But <laughs> the standard uh, at the position is very, uh, very high at Oklahoma. So. No, it definitely is. I mean, you, Baker, uh, Jalen, you guys, you guys literally set the bar. Even even before us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Kyler, going back to this season a little bit, how how do you feel about it and kind of going into next season? Like what you, Man. you know, Pro Bowl year for you, but, you know, kind of what the Cardinals need to do, like, you know, kind of going forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, starting off hot and then, you know, kind of um, – Ending, ending in a disappointing um, fashion. Just for me personally, you know, being able to make the Pro Bowl, uh, obviously that's a, a, a huge deal. You know, it's it's a it's not a goal that I'm setting out to you know make the Pro Bowl every year or anything like that. I know you know if my team does well, um, you know the individual accolades will come. But I think as a team, man, we we obviously set out. You know, we knew we knew what we had. Obviously, felt like we should have been in the playoffs. And that's the disappointing part because we we had the team to do it. We got the play, you know, the players, um, and we we were in the, we were in all those games. And I don't know if you kept up with us, but yeah, we we let a lot of those games slip, and that was you know that was kind of the the gist of our season. Uh, it's not finishing and you know, coming up short. So I, I'm excited for next year. I know the guys will be, and you know, I'm, I think that you know what what transpired this year just push us and uh, make us go harder next year. You played a pretty tough division, so I mean, it wasn't exactly easy sledding out yeah. there in the West. Um, but we got to ask you: How many times did you watch the replay of your uh, Hail Mary or Hail Murray, as we're calling it? Um, a lot. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, Instagram, Twitter, it was everywhere, and then uh, just trying to, you know, watch every angle um, to see every angle of like the whole play is just crazy, and then. Um, you know, I, I best play of the year. But I, I mean, I'm not in it to you know make best play of the year. I want to, you know, obviously do a Super Bowl. Well, I would then. I would say either that or DK Metcalf chasing down when he, you know that that that's play was pretty ridiculous. DK, also, that, that's better. Than well, I, I, I didn't really like that play. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hail Murray was definitely play play of the year. Play of the year. Uh, speaking of, I don't know if you saw recently, but DeAndre he had to let let Justin Jefferson and some other guys know just where his standing as best wide receiver in the league uh-huh. was. They were hating yeah. a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I get it. You know, if you're in the league, man, you got to have confidence in yourself. Um, I don't agree with, you know, where, they're, where, they're, where they had them. Uh, but I understand what, the, you know, what their mindset and stuff like that. I get it. What's it like playing with DeAndre? I mean, obviously, like, one of the best wide receivers in the league. And, like, how can you guys build on this year kind of going forward together? Yeah, no, he's everything he's cracked up to be. Uh, me and him, you know, hit it off as soon as we met. Great dude on the field. Um, I mean, off, off the field. Um, and obviously, you know, his his play speaks for itself. Uh, and I found that out week one. You know, he's he's one of those guys where, uh, and I, I know he got a lot of flack, or people were trying to, you know, make make a story of it about how uh, he didn't practice or whatever, whatever. They don't really know. But he does get limited reps, and <laughs> he came out week one. Uh, and I think he had he he went crazy. He had like a hundred and like forty yards off like twelve or fifteen catch twelve to fifteen catches, something like that. Um 
and that was that was our first, you know, kind of D-hop moment as far as, you know, the Cardinals organization being able to see what he was all about. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we we, uh, we got a lot to build on. I mean, it was a great year for me and him both, but uh, we didn't get to where we wanted to get to. So we got we got work to do. Were you as genuinely shocked um, as the rest of us when you guys acquired DeAndre? Because when that happened roughly a year ago, it was one of, that was one of the most oh shit moments in recent NFL history. <laughs> yeah, uh, just like you said it, it was you know it was uh, I found out you know like two weeks prior to it actually happening. And um, oh, you had some inside information. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say like two hours prior. <laughs> two uh, weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I found out like two weeks before, um, you know, the text came across my phone. And I was like, you're, you're joking with me, right? Like, um, I was thinking anybody like D-Hop was like the last, you know, last name that I thought was going to come across my phone. Mm-hmm. And when it did, uh, I had just got done working out. Immediately went to YouTube, started watching highlights. I mean, I already knew what he was, you know, what he what he's done, but you know, yeah. just the, the player in me went to – you know, see what we were getting. Um, but like I said, man, uh, I was I was ecstatic. It was it was it was obviously a good day for us, a great day for me too. So I know I know it's weird to kind of think about, but all these like it seems like it's gonna be a crazy NFL offseason. Do you just sit back and go like wow, like this is nuts? Like you see the Deshaun the the Deshaun Watson stuff. Is that just like what is going on type in our league type thing? No, um, I mean, I, I honestly think it's kind of good uh, just because, you know, I, I think the players are, you know, he he's realizing, you know, how much power he has. Players will start to realize how much power, um, you know, we have just because, uh, I mean, I, I get it. He's tired of losing, you know, and, and a talent like him. He doesn't want to, you know, sit around and, and waste his years, um, you know, if he feels like he's not getting the proper help or, um, you know, he's being um, – Manage correctly, you know, or whatever. That's their situation, but uh, I, I get it, uh, and, and I, like I said, I'm all for it. You know, unless he winds up in the division, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they got they, they, if they, <laughs> if he was to go there. Yeah, that'd be tough. But at the same time, you know, where this is the league, and uh, you know, any given Sunday you can get beat. So, does it feel like though, like you talked about player empowerment and or player empowerment and and players having new power, almost kind of like NBA guys. So it kind of feel like what Deshaun's doing is kind of almost setting a precedent. Like you guys are about to follow directly what we've seen go down in the NBA the last like handful of years. Yeah, I think the NBA, um, you know, they're they're a whole they're on a, a whole another level. You know, they they play two games and don't like the system. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I like what he's doing. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's put his time in. Um, you know, he, he's given what he feels like everything. You know, to that organization, which I don't think anybody can argue with that. And um, you know, I, I think he, you know he feels like it's time to go. So uh, it would it would be I don't I don't know if it's ever going to get to that extreme in the NBA, just because you know they they build you know super teams and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot less players on a team. Um, it's just a little different. Yeah. Uh, Young Zion here is also a Duke fan, Kyle. We've, he, he was saying that you were a Duke basketball fan. Is that true? Yeah, we're, we're down this year. Yeah, so, so let me <laughs> say, you since I am fair weather with Oklahoma, have you been watching Duke games this year? I'm not going to lie, bro. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched much college basketball since uh, since Zion left. But, yeah, Russian Zion left. That's fair. 
which which was last year. I mean, last year was his rookie year. Um, yeah, like two years. But, yeah, two years. I, I haven't really watched much. And due to, you know, COVID and stuff like that, there's not fans in the stands. Not the same. It's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm more, you know, right now it's just NBA, keeping up with NBA. Yeah. Um, Who's I, You got I, an I, NBA squad? I'm a LeBron fan, so usually wherever he goes, I'm at. I'm from um, Cleveland, Kyler. We got it. Let's go. Yeah, we good. I know you watched the game the other night. Uh, I was telling them for the first time ever, I experienced the other side of what one of those games was like. Yeah, no, nah, he went crazy, but I, I like LeBron and uh, Kyrie. Kyrie probably be a, he's he's in second as far as mm. so. What do you Nets Lakers finals? Is that we're gonna see that? I don't know. I, the Nets obviously got the talent, but I don't know if they, they play good enough defense right now. Well, tell young Zion, who's a Nets fan. Yes, we explain are, yeah, that. Zion's a Nets fan, too, somehow. I don't we know. I don't know. Fi- we are going to figure it out. It's just Zion, Zion is definitely a fair weather fan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, no, yes. Relax, relax. Wait, wait, wait. Nah. We're cutting that out. That may be our new no, promo no, right there. No, stop, yeah, that, that's stop. going to the that's top of the drop. podcast. Yeah. My brother went to Duke. I'm from New York. That's why I'm a Nets fan. That's you got the hat on. You got the hat on. But I don't know why you like Oklahoma. We don't either. That's actually, that's and Kyler, Kyler that's here's the thing. Word. Here's the thing. He's a Baker hater, and he is Oklahoma fan. And I'm like, how are you a Baker hater? I'm a Baker hater because of you, not really because he's talking because I'm a Brown. I'm a Brown fan. Obviously. Just because of you. Okay. All right. Kyler, before we get you out of here, Super Bowl prediction. What do you What do you think? What are we going to see next Sunday? Uh. I mean, I, I got to go with – I like Tom Brady. Oh, uh, no. I know, you know, I know you're not uh, probably not like that, but – No. Yeah, I, I like Tom Brady. The NFL is going to rig it for Tom Brady. <laughs> is that what you think? Yeah, that's exactly what I think. It's – it's it, every everything is trending in that direction. I like the Packers and then, you know, they lost and then it was – What did you think about the not taking a timeout or, or not going for it on fourth down? My bad. Cliff would have gone for that on fourth down, Kyler. I didn't. I didn't mind it. I, you know, it. it I didn't really mind it just because they really hadn't done anything. You know, that whole second half on offense. Uh, you get the ball back and you only got to score. You know, it, it's if you don't. But you say need you a go, touchdown either way. That's my thing. Is you need a touchdown either way if you take the field goal. You know. Yeah, but I, I just feel like your chance. Yeah, I know. I get both sides. Like yeah. your chance. Your chance of the scoring. What was it? Going to be fourth and eight. It, it was like fourth, fourth and, and seven, yeah. Fourth and yeah. seven, yeah. You could, you still could have got a first down too. I mean, I, I nah, get it. It was fourth I, and goal. It was fourth and goal. Yeah, it was fourth and goal. Oh yeah. yeah. But from the seven yard, whatever. I mean, you would have ran in. You would have been able to ran in, run in. Aaron's a little older, so he he wouldn't have been able to run in. I don't think people are saying he could have ran in. You could have made it. I don't know about him though. I, uh, I'll put it this way. Like I said, I didn't mind it. I got it, but. If you you know you go back on defense, you got to get stopped. That's the only yeah. Or or not a terrible you know flag that gets thrown twenty seconds after the play ends. That too. I mean, he, you saw the picture. I mean, dude I mean, it was shit. a penalty. But let's let's talk about how that game was officiated it was a throughout. It was, it, a was a it was a penalty. It was a penalty, but they didn't make that call I, for the I, first you know fifty eight minutes of that game. <laughs> if we want to go there, I mean, I don't know if the ball was even catchable. So I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah. there's that too. Real quick, Kyler, one last one. Home run derby. You, Patrick, you and Patrick Mahomes. Who's winning? Oh, me. <laughs> no I, I, yeah, but he he pitched. He he. I think he played. I think he did both. Obviously, in high school, you know, be an athlete. But yeah. I think his deal, like if he would have won, like 
you know, if he would have stayed with it, I think he would have been a pitcher. So oh, okay, so it wouldn't even be close. I mean, he's obviously a great athlete, but I, yeah, I like me. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, ninety-nine mile per hour fastball down the middle. You're taking him deep. Yeah. Exactly. If it's moving, it's a little if it's bit moving, harder. If it's moving, it's one thing, but if it's straight and right down the middle, yeah, that's that's over the fence. Four hundred for sure. <laughs> there we go. Awesome, Kyler. Appreciate Thanks, man. You have a good one. Appreciate. It. Thank you, man. Huge shout to Kyler. Great guy. I'm an even bigger fan now after we talked to him. I was already a fan, but you know he's Where are super you? cool. Yeah, I love Kyler. Get out of here. There's, Fuck out of here. Cap. There's definitely cap. I like all Oklahoma quarterbacks because I support my man six. You like Sam Bradford? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's cap. <laughs> I support all the Oklahoma quarterbacks because I support Baker Mayfield. Uh, but no, big fan. That was awesome. Guys, Thursday podcast. We got a big one. Do we? Super Bowl prop bets, bets, all that. I can't wait to go through it. You guys are going to be so miserable. I can't wait. Don't, don't bet. Oh, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine talking about that stuff on, on Wednesday for Thursday's podcast. I just don't want to talk about it on Monday. Okay, that's fine. So we'll get to it. That's going to be coming up later this week. I can't wait. Zion, who the Nets play this week? I, just, I love the, the weekly Nets updates we get from Zion. because This is what I'll be saying. Like, just randomly, y'all just be pulling out my They only – but – but, because nothing, I'm gonna be honest with you. Nothing else in the NBA is interesting right now, other than that. Did you throw nothing. something when when that when that horrible inbound excuse me inbounds pass happened at the TV? Were you were you livid? Not when the inbounds passed, but when when TLC missed that layup, I almost did. Zion, show us your wall. Is there a hole? No, there is no. There's no TV here. There's there is a history of me doing that in college, and then uh, after a Giants Cowboys game, I think we blew it, and I. A big hole in, the, in, the, in our room, in our dorm. It was the you told me this story before. It was the Deshaun Jackson punt return. Nah, nah, nah. That was in college. I'm, I was like, that was when I was like in middle school. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but I had to pay like a big fine. So, so you have a history yeah. of violence? No, just kidding. <laughs> Team related anger. I just Zion. I think it's funny whenever the Nets lose, like we record a podcast a day later. Like they only lose right before. It's crazy because they were on a four game winning streak, and then they lose, and then we record a podcast. They only lose before we do a podcast, which is funny. Well, they play the Clippers tomorrow, so I hope. I hope they don't. <laughs> wait, they, oh, I can't wait. Let's go. I hope they. They hope they lose for y'all's sake. Why? When, Okay. <laughs> Actually, can we get a little bet? Because Adam's favorite team's the Clippers. Yours is the Nets. Can we get a little wager on this? Adam didn't. Adam's just looking at Zion in just confusion. You want to place a wager on this, pal? You want to take some points? Do you want to? I'll do it. Well, let's look at let's look what the line is. Let's see if the line's been posted. Let's look at this line. Yes, I'm excited. Bear with me. Bear with it. Adam is looking up the line of the Nets-Clippers game James Tuesday Harden, night. James Harden returns tomorrow. Is he is is Harden playing? Yeah, hundred percent. So okay. the question is, who the hell is going to guard Kawhi and PG? Who's guarding James Harden, Kyrie, and KD? Mm, the Clippers mm. got some better defenders than that. Bev is probably not playing either. He hasn't been around. Serge Ibaka is about to. Is he about to prove he made the right decision? Serge Ibaka would have the Nets in much better position if he would have signed with them. We we hundred percent. There'd be we would have got rid of Jared Allen quicker if we had Serge Ibaka. Just because we probably could have got more from him. They don't have the line posted yet, which is unfortunate. Okay, let's let's do it straight up. You guys, what's the wager here? No, you don't get a straight up bet. Okay, all right. On that note, we love y'all. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you listen. It's free. Go download. Leave your five-star reviews. Let us know who you guys want to see on the podcast. 
what do you what do you guys want us to talk about once Super Bowl wraps up we're gonna have a kind of a new direction with the second episode of the week can we done unveil that for you guys we love y'all stay safe until next time we'll see you later and as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.